Welcome to Happy Hour from the Ramble Room, where the jokes aren't funny and the stories go nowhere. I'm Benson, let's get going. Welcome back, guys. Um, super, super excited this week. Not going to hold you over too long. I want to get straight into it because the episode's a little longer than the last couple. But super excited this week. My good buddy, Mr. Cameron Miller, super handsome dude, loveliest guy possibly on the planet, uh, is going to be with us for a few episodes. I'm not sure at this point how many episodes because the recordings go for so long. Uh, we've been having such great conversations. I really hope you guys enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to him and I will probably have him back on quite a lot because he's got some fantastic stories and he's just an absolute cool cat to talk to. So uh, sit back, relax and here is myself and Mr. Cameron Miller. Hey guys, and uh, welcome to our first, well, our first special guest that wasn't Lee, uh, Mr. Cameron Miller. Welcome to the welcome to the Ramble Room, dude. Thank you for having me. I always love spending time with you, man. Dude, oh man, it's been a while. I think the last time we got to hang out properly, well, I think it was probably the last Puckers party. I think potentially it probably yeah. would have, except yeah. for a quick high and bye as we uh, <laughs> yeah, tag team each other. Yeah, in the, 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 there, the yeah. brief, hey, I'm getting off the ice, and the hi, hey, I'm getting on the ice. Goodbye. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! But even those, I, I even appreciate those times. Like I think you're probably the only person that can consistently make me smile, even just by looking at you. Stop it! Without even a word said, I just see the other side of the ring. He's like, I, yeah, I just want to uh, hang out with that guy, dude. I, I honestly, I feel the same way about you. I could sit here and blow smoke up your ass all day long, but um, like I honestly feel the same every time. If I know you're at the rink, and I always, I'll probably see. Um, I'll probably see your mum and dad before I see uh, before I see you most of the time. I see them in the sense I'm like, oh, Cam's here. This is great. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and then I'm usually on the ice and we're like, bye. <laughs> I was going to say, and then you probably get disappointed when it's like, oh, they're here to support my brother. That- <laughs> no, just no, joking. No, no. We love Brad. We Brad, love Brad. We love He's my Brad. best friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love Brad. All right. Well, man, let's let's start let's start from the start. Like we we met. Um, I, I couldn't even tell you what year it was, but um, so we started playing together on the Highlanders. Is I, that is that where we started out playing I, together? I believe it was because I was only in Highlanders a few years after coming up or transitioning from the Gold Coast to Brisbane. I was I was trying to think about this the other day actually as yeah. well, and I believe that would have been our first yeah team together. Because I think it was what like uh, I can't try to even remember the, a lot of the players on our team, but it was obviously. Um, cause I, th- I think this team I'd played for the dragons previously, um, before I sort of, um, came to my senses, <laughs> no offense, Cody. Um, but, um, like, so it was, I think, uh, Todd, myself, uh, Lena, Jordan Morrissey, I think Gaziki, maybe. Maybe a Wade. Yeah, Wade. Had, was, yeah, Wade. Yeah, we had a good solid core of girls as yeah, well. Yeah, so, yeah, the girls yeah. on team. Santelli, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think even... I think even her brother played with us for a briefly time. I think they were on the team, but they they kind of showed up here and there, like Perhaps. periodically throughout the season. Yeah. But um, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Santilli, and um, yeah, man, we uh, it was kind of a ragtag team, and then I think we got um, sort of oh Tim Lilly came and played with us for a season, I think, and then it kind of or is that we were Highlanders, and then we were badged across as Puckers after that. I think we were that. rebranded after, after that as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's quite a blur at the moment because I can't even tell you who created the team. 
I think I think it was Todd. It was, was Todd? it was definitely a brainchild between Todd. I just said I'll play wherever you go because I really enjoy playing defense with him. So he just as soon as he was like, "Oh, let's start a team." I was like, "Okay, let's go." Yeah. And then um, I don't know where, I don't even know how it all came together, but this, the team we had was awesome, and we had I had a, always had a great time playing. That. I actually found a photo the other day of me and Brad in our Highlanders oh, jersey. Yeah. I'll find that yeah. photo and I'll put it up on <laughs> Instagram as well, just so everyone knows what we're talking about. Um, I think it was like the first game we've got our Highlanders jerseys. I think so. Right. Yeah, it was. It was cool. And and it's probably embarrassing for me to admit this, but I didn't actually understand the reference of the jersey. Oh, or the really? design. I had no idea. Because, like, like, I guess we could start from where it, like, where it all began. Like, when did you, when did you start playing hockey? I was a late bloomer. I didn't start playing until I was in university. Yeah. So I was about 18 or so. Yeah. Maybe 17, actually. 17. Yeah. So you're, yeah. so you weren't, so you weren't young. Like, I mean, I started playing when I was in the third grade. So like different. Yeah. 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 So like, I, well, not ice hockey, but like in, in the in inferior, hockey, yeah. yeah. The inferior, the inferior <laughs> version. Yeah. Um, or the, uh, the budget version, I should right. call it. Yeah. Target version. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that, like, man, that's crazy. Cause like, I mean, but I've noticed like with quite a lot of people too. That's that's not just you. Like, even talking to like like Lucas and those guys. Like a lot of these guys didn't start playing until they were much older, and it's crazy to see that you started so late, and how accomplished you've become in the sport. Like over the last, especially over the last so, couple of years. Yeah, what kind um, of you to say? Dude, it's like it's 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 incredible, especially considering when we started, we were playing, let's say, a, a hybrid between Div three and four, and now you're playing Super League or Div one, and played in the inaugural season for the Brisbane Lightning. Like it's that's been a roller coaster, man. It dude, certainly it's has. Huge. Yeah, yeah. But and in fact, that's the reason I joined the Highlanders because yeah. coming from the Gold Coast, where they only have four teams in total. So it's a mixture between people that have been playing for 30 years yeah. and people that have just started skating like six months ago. Yeah. Um, obviously, skill difference is immense. So yeah. the reason I transitioned up was because I needed that structure. I yeah, needed yeah. More, more competition, essentially. But yeah. um, uh, when I first started with the Pucks originally... Because um, yeah, that was the yeah the, the, the farm team, was the, it, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's right. So that's been rebranded as well. But I felt like... It was a good, you have to get your foot in the door. And yeah. that's really yeah. difficult for goalies in particular, yeah. because as you imagine, there's a lot of forward positions on a team, a lot of defense, not many goalie positions. Yeah. So it's clawing to get what you can. Yeah. Um, and the Highlanders was my transition to try and get into a higher division. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that because I, I, um, I look at the same way. I look at that as a, as a, as a floor player and think, man, I wish I had have played goalie. Like at some point, I mean, I, have you I, ever tried it though? Do I have? Yeah, have? and oh, it is. Man. Man, honestly, I'm so glad that I didn't because it is very <laughs> difficult. Like especially with like, I mean, I've always had I've always had a lot of problems with my legs and stuff. So I've I I don't have that flexibility that like yourself and it, even like dude, my brother was um uh, insane goalie. Like um he he ended up playing for uh, Queensland multiple, multiple times in line. Like he made the Australian team as a junior. Wow. Like. He Incredible. was very, he was very good um, for his, but I'll tell you what though, just like deceptive um, in his game, like he was because he was a very very big kid, like big kid, and you look at him and just go, what he was able to do on the ice and like on the, on the in goals, you look at him and go, if you looked at him without his gear on, you'd 
you'd never see that. No, no idea. You had no idea that he, it, that he was that flexible. It reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you're a Tekken fan, but Bob from Tekken. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bigger yeah. character, but he's doing flips. He's flips doing tricks. It's, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you just he, can't judge me. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was so deceptive, but obviously he also had that to an advantage too. Like not only was he flexible and had a wicked glove, but his ground game was, was like his push across and ground game was so good. But also because he was a big kid, he took up majority of the net. So there goes your scoring chances on like in multiple different ways. It's like yeah. the Goldberg, of, Goldberg effect, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> Put yeah. the biggest kid in that and then that's yeah. half your job. Yeah, that's done, half right? your job. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but that being said though, if you see the pros these days, mostly yeah. thin wiry kids. Yeah. Like there's yeah. not really anyone. I'd say... If I'm thinking through the league now, I don't even know if he plays, but Robin Lanner yeah. is probably the biggest, the biggest one I've one. seen. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you think like the Matt Murray's, I know he's retired now, the Rob Roskies even. Yeah. All these young kids are so thin and... Yeah, t- like, I think they're tiny. Yeah. yeah. You, see yeah. They, you see them in their gear and they look massive and you get gear off and it's like the smallest little little tweet yeah. and you're like... <laughs> That doesn't doesn't make sense. Like, how does that work? <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's some correlation between, like, quick reactions and not yeah. having to carry as much weight. I don't I don't know. I'm sure there's some scientific reason, but uh, yeah, it's it's just a weird correlation that I, I would say that the everyday person on the street has that same perception. Yeah, probably from the Mighty Ducks. That yeah. the, the bigger person should go and girls. Yeah. It's just where you belong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I've um, you know I. I think that um, that position is, you know, you were saying that it, it's a harder position to get into, but it's not when you're as good as you are. Like even from when you were in in Highlanders, like I remember seeing you like pl- playing with the first couple of games and just going, holy fuck, this guy's good. Like, and not, I mean like, dude, I've been playing for a long time. So I've played with some really good goalies and I've played with some really shit ones. And it, just from from the second that we met, I instantly was like, I really like this guy, really lovely person. But then I watched your game style, and I was just like, man, how how is this guy not in like two divisions higher already? Well, I appreciate that. That's always that's always great to hear. And uh, I have a similar experience in the fact that, as I mentioned before, started so late with my hockey yeah. career, and. I had a really difficult time getting into the goalie position. Yeah. So there's a couple of barriers of entry to start with. Like it's the most expensive gear. The gear. So yeah. it's first of all, like if whether kids are playing and their parents have to pay for it, or if you're an adult starting mm. and you have to buy it yourself, it's a big commitment for a chance of a position you may love or you may hate. Yeah. Now, of course, there's probably a few ratty goalie gear stuff around there you can trial out for. Yeah. But it's still a big commitment to. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, um, yeah, like going, like going back to my brother too. He was lucky enough. So he was a weird one because he was also a left-handed goalie, which made it even oh, harder. Rare, okay. Yeah, he's a lefty, yeah. so it, that made it even harder. Like buying gear and stuff like that. Mum, mum and dad couldn't afford the gear, but the club ended up buying a lot of the gear for him, and then like basically he just used that and kind of pigeonholed uh, us unfortunately so it means we couldn't change clubs and leave but when he was about ready to um sort of like move up divisions and things like that before he stopped playing uh, mum ended up going look well you're never going to have another left-handed goalie so let me buy the gloves that you've already purchased and they're like oh yeah cool just yeah. gave him like half the price of what they paid for him so it made it easy for us but for sure yeah um yeah, like it did pigeonhole us to stay in like a um in one particular club for a long time, which was very unfortunate for me. 
but very grateful. Obviously, very good for him. Do you feel like you were actually? I, I feel like I can understand if your brother felt like he was trapped, but did you yeah. feel like you were trapped as well? Oh yeah, I've, I did. was way more trapped because he, he. At the end of the day, I kind of think it kind of went well for his complex because he was very much like, "I'm the star here. They need me." Is the way is the way he the ego boost. Okay. The ego boost. Yeah. So, like he he's definitely not like I don't feel like he's got a big ego. But when it came to that, like without him, his team was nothing. Like he, the, he was, he was he, the carry price. He was the carry price. He was the, he was the, the or, or the, the Martin Brodeur or the, right. like Patrick. Right. He was, he was that guy because the, the whole team, um, like could have been, if you had any lesser goalie in net, his team was good, but not that good. Yeah. You know, and he was the one that really sort of carried his teams through. Uh, same thing when he, when he got to the, like the Queensland competition and stuff like, you know, those junior players, you have those superstars that are on the team, but you've still got to have a team full of players to to play. And obviously, um, back then there was a lot more teams around, so it was you had more people to pick from. But you still, unless you knew how to get in, you weren't. Unless you knew someone, you weren't getting in. Yeah, really. I mean, we can touch on the politics because I've oh, experienced man. a lot of that, uh, especially yeah. in my early to mid years as well. But I've always had the mindset that. When, as a position of goalie, it's probably the, the best thing, but also the worst thing. I know that's contradictory, but I always think if I'm having like a rough game or even before I start the game, if you have the best goalie, if mm. you get the best goalie in the world, mm. whoever that is in your opinion, and you put them into whatever our Div 1 game, Super League mm. game, whatever it is, the best they can do is a draw, yeah. right? So even if they stop everything, you can't score as a goalie. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically or technically. realistically, yeah, you can't yeah, score as yeah. a goalie. Unless, you know, you're shooting yeah. from one end to the other and getting a goalie goal, like, which is amazing. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah it, I do. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, And and on the flip side of that, it's just saying that um, if you have the best person in goal that can't do any better than you, yeah. the, the, the pro of that is if you get a shutout, it's like you are technically the best in the world. Yeah. No matter who you could get in the world to replace you for that game, yeah. they you, couldn't have done any better than that. Yeah, like when you're on, you're on. And you, if you, yeah. you know, if, if yeah. you're dialed in enough, that's exactly it. Yeah. You know? But then you got to think then, because I always I always think of the supporting cast and everyone always says, and this, like as a defenseman, it bugs the shit out of me, is like when... The, I'm probably guilty of this. Oh man, like, no, not necessarily because you you were always very much, you know, like I'm, I was like, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but like, have you have you watched Shawzy? No, 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 dude. There's there's a there's a there's a there's a thing in Shawzy. I actually have it written on my phone because in my head it it literally it really hits. Is home. this a motto you live by? Uh, it's I well, the first time I heard this, I was like, um, this is this is literally how I've I've never been able to articulate how it feels to be a hockey player. And in, in particular, different in particular team sports in general, maybe not necessarily hockey, but um, this particular um, like line from Shawzy is uh, it, basically it's it's I've literally got here. So it's hockey players uh, they take losing so personally they don't accept blame for for a loss they claim it um, they take the burden of the of off their teammates like I yeah I fucked up I cost us the game but I need to be better it's a team sport. It's, if we lose, it's everyone's fault. But I have been doing this my entire hockey career. Every time I come off the ice, if we lose, it it's my fault. That's how I feel. It's my fault that we lost. Because if I don't stop that first shot, 
you don't stop the second shot, we get. So you, it goes into the domino effects type thing. Yeah, that's that's a slippery slope, my friend. It though. is. That's, it is. It because is. and on one hand, I can see how obviously it's self detrimental to your confidence yeah, and things course. like that, and and you shouldn't be putting that pressure on yourself. But on mm. the other hand, that could be a catalyst to say I need to improve in certain aspects if yeah. it does actually prompt you enough to, to act on it yeah right? like yeah i mean like again like after after the game i always sort of get over it i'm like yep cool we've pl- like the game's over it's fine like we're not playing for sheep stations in australia um but you know it's 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 definitely a slippery thing but i have noticed it i've noticed it quite a lot a lot of especially people who are like super especially people who are super team orientated like i I'll pretty much do anything I need to do or anything I can do for the team. If it if that means I've got to sit three shifts, sure I might not be happy about it, but if it's what's best for the team, I'll do it. Is, is, and, I'm assuming that means sorry to interrupt, but I'm assuming that means as long as it's justified, right? Yeah, as long as it's justified. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, if I like for example, if the, if you know we've got a penalty, we're down one goal, we need to put our best foot forward, so we need to put our best players out there. Countless times while I was in, especially while I was in juniors, I would have to sit because they would want to go and put the best foot out there. Now, that was all well and good for, you know, for then. Now, it's a little bit hard to swallow because, you know, we all pay for our, we all pay our fees. We all want to get what's, what's our, our ring time, but I will still take that bullet if i'm not the best if i know and i think if i know i'm not the best person out there if i can see our four or five best depending on what code you're playing inline or, or ice i will always put like so on my inline team currently for example like one of our better players on the team is his name's Leighton. if it comes to that we've got we're running a team of basically nine so we've got two two four lines plus one and our line is the is the five, so we interchange one between it. We all just have a rest, which works fine for me because I'm old and getting it's getting a bit harder to you know, especially play against the the younger, faster kids. Right. Um, but myself and Mel, who's you know, young, uh, young ish, uh, a little bit older than me, but very short, um, woman who is playing. I oh, look, she does surprisingly well for where she is in in like all the players but we're both exhausted by the end of the game so having that extra person is great but when it comes to time for Leighton to sit especially like in our game this week which was our grand final series I'm like dude I'm like do you defensively think that you need me on the on the rank if he says no then I'll be like cool you're going if you're if it's his time to sit I'll take the sit for him to keep him out there so he can potentially get that goal because he's that he's that guy that can get right. that don't know what it is. He just has the ability to get through players, and he can. He, and he can. And he can put pucks. The, in the X net. Factor guy. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. He can put pucks in net. So you know, little thing. Obviously, like he is only as good as his defenseman and, and stuff like that. But if it can push him to get a goal to tie up the game or to help us get back the the to closer to tying the game, then I would always put him out there first. Yeah, that makes sense. I can understand that as well. But do you think there's a there's a point where that stops. And and my, my way of explaining that would be, I can understand, and in the, the higher leagues, in the country, nation, state, whatever, city, 
it's a more drive to be competitive. Yeah. Right. And there could be an argument made that as you go down the lower divisions, mm. that it is more about the social aspect. Oh, definitely. Of course, yeah. everyone still wants to win. Yeah. But like you said, everyone's paid their fees. Mm. So do you think there's a cutoff point where it's about everyone should get equal time <clears throat> yeah. as opposed to winning? I think, I yeah, I totally I totally do agree with that. They're, the only thing I would change in that is depends on how serious the game is. If it's like a mid-season game and it doesn't matter... Like at the end of the day, I'm always for fun. Like even even like last night, we were playing our um, like the div div four five mixed like in house league, and we were tied slash losing majority of the game. <clears throat> Getting into say like I think it was maybe seven minutes to go uh, in the, in the third, the they were still up. We still hadn't scored. I'm sort of in my head, it's bad thoughts because I shouldn't think, I shouldn't be thinking negatively, but I'm looking at it going, we don't have a lot of our top players at the moment. Our goal scorers aren't here. This is a tough ass to come back from. Even though it was only one goal down, it was a tough ass because look, our team on paper was the less skilled team. Somehow we came back and won 2 1. There you go. In the last five minutes. And it's like, I feel like. It was while we had to tweak the lines slightly because we were sort of, we had a couple of people not show up and then we had one jump out of the game like midway through the game because he had hurt himself. So we went from we went from 6D to 5D and then went from 5D to 4D. And as soon as we went to 4D, everything, everything started to work because we weren't having that, <clears throat> having that extra person to have to worry about so the person wasn't sitting and we were dialed in right. so it really really helped the game um it yeah i don't i but i wouldn't want i don't want people to have to sit on the bench but if it's super important game and it's like the, if we don't score here we're done we're out for the season yeah 100 i will put the best players on the rank every time yeah that's that's fair that, yeah that, that makes sense to me yeah 100 um but yeah you are right though it does it does there is there is a tipping point where you go no, we don't need that. We don't. Yeah. We don't need that. It kind of comes into a cycle. Like, how do you improve if you don't play and things like yeah. that? Especially when the absence of a lot of training sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Exactly. Like, man, we don't. No one. No one trains. Like, yeah. As it is, like, because you're you Super League or Div One at the moment. As uh, well, they they've actually changed it so Super League doesn't run in um, the yeah, same time as right. IHL. Yeah, because you've changed. Um, they've changed it now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I was Super League last season um, yeah. when it was kind of overlapping a slight yeah. slight amount. Um, so it forced a lot of Super League to basically run with Div 1 plays up anyway yeah. because they can't commit yeah. to both. Yeah. Um, but now they've changed it. So it's it's off-season to AIHL. Um, so currently Div 1 at the moment. Yes. Yeah, um, my, my lovely Div 1 team. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't change it for the world. Dude, I... Um, so who are, you, who are you currently playing with on Div 1 team? Because I, I... Well, honestly, like, unless, yeah. I, unless I see you, I probably don't remember who's on the team. Yeah. So we've got... Um, like Townsend, Brad Allen, Daryl, Chuck, oh, that's yeah, awesome. Dave yeah, McCann. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that is we a great. That is already Hesky. a great team. You've yeah. already, you've already, you already had me at. You had me at. Um, and at and Darryl, by the way, I wasn't Darryl. playing favorites with those names. I was just. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, but like, that, dude, that, and the, the you know what? They're the ones like Brad Allen, fantastic player. Like, yeah. I've only played with him a handful of times, and usually a drop in, but he's just a, a lovely guy, and oh, he's very, very talented. Dave McCann, I've known since I was, shit, dude. I, maybe. 
I went and played. I played against him coming up and in line. That's where we used to play against each other. Or same same age group. Right. Yeah. And I played. I went on a um, tournament with his Logan Rangers team up to I think Townsend, Gladstone, Gladstone, to Gladstone with a Easter inline tournament, and that's where we really became friends up there for that when we played on that team together. And my team wasn't sending anyone, uh, right. any players, so that I just went. My brother was going up with his team. Mum was like, well, we're going to find you a team then. Literally just threw me with any team that would take me. Right, yeah. And then we just became mates after that. So I've known him for years. I'm not years. surprised, Dave. He's such an awesome yeah, he's guy. He's such a great guy, yeah. yeah. He just, yeah, one of the, one of the, he's a, he's one of the good ones. He, he really is. is. And yeah. uh, incredibly talented. Uh, and player. funny. On and oh, off the dude. ice. <laughs> he's he's a such character. a good guy. And you know what? The, the funny thing about him too is... I watch him skate and just go, man, I wish I had the, le- I wish I had those legs. Like he just, I don't know what it is. He just makes it look so effortless, but for, he's, he's not a big guy. He's quite like, no, sm- not short, but he's definitely a smaller statured guy. Sure. And watching him, just his footwork is so different to everybody else's that I've noticed. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know how it, whether it's that inline ice crossover where it's, he has that style, but he just seemed his transitions are seamless. He's just a great player. He really to, is. To me, every time I see him skate up the ice carrying the puck, it's, it's really the, the duck on the water. Yeah. Like up top, like his hands are so silky <laughs> smooth and his legs are little, yeah, little paddling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zooming like, through. I pay that. Yeah. <laughs> I pay that. Yep, yep. Oh, man. No, that's cool, dude. Like, yeah, honestly, that is a really good team. Another thing is why I never get to see you guys play anymore because we're just our our leagues don't align which really sucks but um we've got the puckers party coming up anyway so we do be, i am looking forward to that i'm already planning my outfit as well so nice <laughs> i think i feel maybe i should maybe i should dress up because i literally just bought um a bunch of stuff for uh a wedding i'm going to and i sort of looked at myself in the photo i took of myself when i tried it on i was like if you were skinny you'd look like you'd look a bit like cam Oh, uh, very, very like that kind of style that you that you and you have that style about you. <laughs> Every time I see you, you're you're dressed in the nines, and I'm like, man, I'm here in my bloody basketball shorts and a long sleeve t shirt, and you're sitting here dressed in a lovely coat and I looking fucking dapper as per usual. My my life motto <laughs> is uh, dress like it's a video blog and and, and speak <laughs> like it's a TED talk and. Uh, it's been passed down for generations, that motto. You know what, so it's a- <laughs> I, you know what? I like it. I like it. I can, I'm not the most eloquent person, so I'm glad that the, at I, least I one di- of us is. I disagree, man. I disagree. <laughs> you, you, do you know what? You've got that style where it's like, um, it's like the Kanye style. Do you know how <laughs> yeah, it's let, like... Let me t- tell. Let me stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> the only comparison I'll make with you with Kanye, but... Uh- <laughs> Damn. Oh, look, hey, look, I'll, I'll take, I'll take it, I'll take it. Now I just need to not be a gay fish. Uh, sound like a joke. Great. Oh, I love how he still doesn't get that joke. Oh That's man, it's so funny. Oh, it's so good. I, I, that, that episode makes me laugh so much. I love it so. Oh, it's so good. Oh man. Um, dude, all right. Let hockey. Let's let's talk. Um, uh, that's an appointment, not a phone call. That's good. Um, the let's let's talk a little bit more hockey, and then we'll get on to sure. your family. Um, actually, we've I've only been talking twenty six minutes. We can talk way way more hockey. Um, oh, there we go. Okay, dude. Easy let's done. um we so started out like say like say seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, like, yeah. la- later in life. What was it about goalie that made you go? I'm gonna be a goalie because this is the question I have to ask. Because I mean, I stand in front of shots. All the time. Dude, that, that's scarier. 
Yeah, I, I could man. not shot block, dude. That is so much scarier than what we do, in my opinion. Yeah, well, you got yeah. a lot more padding, and I, that's I'm true. More, I'm also yeah. that idiot that doesn't wear a chest pad either, so Ooh, uh, okay, that, doesn't, okay. that doesn't help as not well. At all. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, look honestly though, in the lower divisions, I feel like uh, I'm not concerned about those shots. And literally, yeah. there's been three times in the past, let's say five years, where I've hit, uh, where I've blocked a shot, and it's been above the waist. Right. So I'm not really concerned. That's indicative about that. of lower leagues, though, yeah, I, I yeah, would imagine. Yeah. So that that makes sense. That checks out. Yeah. yeah. Granted, those three shots were ridiculous. One of them made my stomach look like a steak. Oh really? It was that bruise. It looked like a steak. Right. Okay. Uh, and then I blocked one two recently. One was from Kevin Wing. Oh, Kevin Wing. Yeah, I love yeah. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Love Kevin Wee. I actually ran into him um, at drop in the other night as well. It's the oh, first time I've seen him in a long time. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. I have so much time for that guy. I blocked a shot from him, and I just. I was like, I knew, because I know I know he can shoot. I know he's got a shot. And I know it's a cannon. So I'm going to block him, but I knew he was winding up for a shot. So I skated hard at him, right. thinking if I get in close enough, it's not going to go high. Okay. Nah, man, he got under that. And I reckon <laughs> I was maybe, I was, think, I was thinking I was maybe two, two to three meters away. And it got me right underneath the uh, like the, the nipple line. Right. Holy shit, man! <laughs> he got me so good. That is stinky. But yeah. the best thing was it hit me and then used my belly fat to push it the puck <laughs> forward, and I actually got a breakaway off. off <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing happened because I'm absolutely useless when I'm not playing defense. But, um, but you created yeah, the chance. I created That's the chance, most important exactly. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then literally a week later at inline, that bruise had just gone, and I blocked a shot at inline, right, like literally the the rib line under that in exactly the same spot same type of shot right two weeks later and i was like fuck this is just ridiculous but what's with that mentality that like i mean speed towards him it's like saying there's a car heading towards me at like 20 k's yeah i'm gonna speed up to 100 k so i hit it before it gains more speed it's like yeah yeah that doesn't check out man (laughs) it it doesn't but the only reason i skate into him is in the hopes that it that it hits me anywhere below the waist, right? Because that's where I've got all the padding. So yeah. if I get hit there, unless it's like in the ankle or something, yeah. that's the they're the worst ones. Right. But man, if it's not, if it's going to hit me in the in that area there, all it's going to do is either ricochet back or go forward. Yeah. And if I'm skating forwards, I've got the chance for the puck. And look, you know, look, I'm not the fastest skater, but I'm capable when I get down there. Like yeah. I can I can score from close range, where like you know, with the given the chance. And lots and lots of time. What, <laughs> well, what's what's your go-to? Let's say you've got that breakaway. You've just entered the blue line. Are you are you a deke? Are you a slap shot? Dude, what's, what's your go-to? Usually, I just put it in their glove and make them look good. Well, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting in the glove is the last thing they'll expect, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, they'll never expect the glove. <laughs> no, man. Honestly, the the thing, the worst thing about it is like, man, I've got so much experience, and I think my problem is I because of my ADHD and stuff, I always overthink it. So the second I get the puck and, I, and I'm like in my head, it goes from you've got the puck to you've got a chance here to it's already in their glove or it's, right. in, it's hits their chest or something like that. I, yeah. I don't know what it is about it. Like it's like a target and that's what you're, it, for some reason it's just the puck just instantly goes straight to the biggest yeah. part of the body it's, and not the smallest part of the net for yeah. me. And, and it's interesting as well because my dad always has this analogy because he was a, a paramedic for 20, 25 years. Yeah. And he'd say that quite often he'd get called to cases where it was a single car crash into a tree. Yeah. And when they arrive, it's one tree in the middle of a field. It's like, how do you crash a car into yeah. one tree in the middle of a field? Right. And he yeah. tells me that when you're 
either spinning or you're doing something that's like lots of stuff's happening really quickly, yeah. you fixate on one object. Yeah. And as you fixate it, whether it's sub- subconsciously, I guess, yeah. um, you end up basically being attracted to that object. Yeah, yeah. I also feel like I'm like, I, without, because I don't get the, the training anymore, I don't really have time to like get out there and like practice my shots and stuff like that. That definitely has a lot about? to- about? You've got that three minute warm up before the game Yeah, the starts. three minute warm up. Yeah, that's my training for the week. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like I was, I have been doing a little bit of training on my shooting when I've been, I have been going to the gym before the twins got here and I was literally working on power and I tell you what, it had made a massive difference but I just don't have the time with the twins to, to be getting there, especially with like, if the work was a little bit uh, easier on the, like the, the time frames and stuff, I had more time and it wasn't up so early and I wasn't so excited all the time. Then it probably would, I'd have uh, the shot would be really good, but yeah. And I used to, man, that slap shot when I was at, on my A game, I think the hardest I hit one was, I think it was 110, 120. Wow. Yeah, like it was yeah. solid. Yeah, like we, I think uh, back in the day, Todd had one of those, like obviously they're not super accurate, but had one of those um, like speed speed sort of trap devices. And it was, I think the I think the highest I got was maybe 120, which is pretty good for, a, for a yeah. beer league player anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's why you ended up being a D-man, right? Slapping exactly, it from the blue. Exactly, slapping it from the blue line. Also, uh, the being the larger guy was kind of where I was put. <laughs> why, why not in goals, man? Follow your, follow your Dude, family's... I, I, thought, I thought about it a couple of times. I was like, maybe we should play goalie. And then I Can tried you a have times. two goalies in one family, though? I don't think that's a thing. It shouldn't be a thing, yeah. No. It, it shouldn't be a thing. It's way too expensive. But yeah. I had enough trouble buying the play gear, let alone, um, you know like having to play with, with goalie gear. That's just and, and that was rough for me as well because I was that type of personality. My parents would have hated me for it where I'd yeah. stick to a hobby just long enough to buy the uniform yeah. and lose interest. Yeah. Happened yeah. with karate, kung fu, yeah. all these. Well, kung fu was a different reason, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So, so, but what was it that really switched you on and go, yeah, I want to I want to be that one. I want to be the guy in the net. Is it the... Is it the I want to be the last line of defense or is it like, cause there's, there's something about sitting it d- despite how much padding and um, like pads and stuff that you do have, man, I've still seen goalies take their gear off and they're still covered in bruises. Those yeah. shots are insane, especially in the high legs. Like, man, that's, that's crazy. What, what was it that made you go? No, that's, that's where I want to be. Well, I think it came down to family history because my brother played, when he was younger. So when he was, I, I don't, I forget the time or mm. the age range. I think it was around 10 or 12 or something yeah. like that. And I used to always go to watch, but I never partake at yeah. the time. And, uh, we're talking about Brad, right? Yeah, Brad. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and then it got to the point where he would want to practice at home and me being the little brother wanting to do everything with your big brother. Um, I would stand in front of the shots and try and stop him. Yeah. To get it in. So it's, yeah. I think naturally it just kind of it just happened, happened from, there. from there. Yeah. Um, I never actually in, acted on it yeah um he was going through all the all the levels um he stopped for a bit through high school i think yeah um and then speaking of mighty ducks that's what brought me back actually nice i was watching in middle of university watching mighty ducks thought i'm gonna go try and skate again so when it went yeah just a public session on the gold coast yeah and then did skate school for six six months i think it was Mm. learning to skate and they didn't have any goalies and I think just something <clears throat> triggered in my mind. It's like, like yep, I enjoyed it when I was doing it with my brother when I was younger. Yeah. So I think that was kind of like a seed that was planted yeah. a decade ago. Yeah. 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 
No, that's 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 awesome, dude. Because it's yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not the, an easy thing. But I can tell you right now, if any like hockey players listening who are Australian, not from like Canada where they come out of the womb with skates on their feet, um, helps with the birth. <clears throat> Does help with birth, yeah. yeah it just makes that yep. cut slightly. Yeah, yeah, internal. No, okay. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that to me, uh, the Mighty Ducks is definitely. If you if you say the Mighty Ducks wasn't part of the reason why a lot of Australians play hockey, you are a goddamn liar. Because 100%. like hundred percent, like when I was in, in juniors, um, I literally watched the Mighty Ducks and was like, holy crap, I love this. This is a great. I you know it was one of those movies that like I'd I'd watched. I can't even remember how many times I've seen those movies. And I literally, I got rollerblades, all this sort of stuff. The second that I, mum showed me the sport and went, what do you think about this? I in, instantly in my head, I'm like, that's like the Mighty Ducks. Hell yeah, I want to play that. Like that's literally the, the how it started, you know? Did, so Did you relate to any one character in particular with the Mighty Ducks? Because <clears throat> a lot of people like in movies in general, you're trying to yeah. find some similarities and that helps you yeah. either barrack or... yeah. I don't know because like I look back on the like, when you watch the movie, it's the like they have the shooter like, but that's definitely not my like. I would say it, it, the closest resemblance would be Fulton Reed right. just for the shot, but he's not like when you look at him as a player, it's not really a defensive player. He just not, not shoot the puck. Yeah. So like, and that's do different. you rack up the penalty minutes? I don't. Yeah. Think see, you, no, I don't. Man. I I'm say, not I don't that kind of do. player. Yeah. No. yeah. I mean, I definitely get penalties. Uh, and you know, like you touch the goalie, and you're gonna fucking get a get a. We, we appreciate lumber. that, by the way. Yeah. You, it's you, it's an underrated sort yeah. of action. You're gonna get the lumber if you touch the goalie, but um, yeah, I don't like. I, I'm not like. I'm not that way inclined. Like I have a lot of you know. You play certain teams, and you. You know, especially when you're on the floor, people take it a little bit too seriously and then it gets, you know, starts to get quite rough. There's a def- I could definitely point out a bunch of players that I'm like, I really don't like that person purely based on the fact that they just are too rough. Right. Like, man, I got to get up tomorrow and go to work. This is, it's literally beer league hockey. We're here to have fun. Why do you need to be going out to try and take people out and hurt them? That's yeah. just not, it's not... You do you think to. that's because that's their perception of what they have to do? Or I, do you think it's just like a personality trait that that individual and has? I reckon it could be a little from column A, a little from right, column okay. B. Like yeah. it's, it depends. Like I, I just, I don't like hurting people anyway. Like if I'm not on the, even if I'm, if it's not on the rank, the last thing you want to do is hurt someone. Like whether it's emotionally, physically, it doesn't, I just don't, I don't see like I would, I want to be treated the way that like, you know, I treat people and that's not, the way it is. Like, I mean, there was a couple of one particular guy last week. He dead set. We're playing Div 4-5 here. And he dead set went to hip check me. Like, proper hip check, oh, really? open ice. Right. He completely missed me. Um, you know, just just sort of got the side. But if he had to hit me hard enough in that, man, he could have done a lot of damage. And that's... We're playing a non-contact league. It's just... There's no need for that. You know, like, I've, I've had multiple times where I've had people who just and sometimes it's just an accident like there was one incident a couple of weeks back where our one of our young our young guy um noah he was skating down the skating towards the boards the guy was skating down the boards he went to turn bit an edge and then just ran into the boards so noah hits the boards this other guy goes clean over the top of him mm. he bit an edge it's not that's not uh, it's not a thing that he didn't do it on purpose. It's purely an accident. And this dude gets up who is on, like double his size, 
and starts going ballistic at him. And I'm like, uh, I'm literally scared up to him. I go, dude, he bit an edge. You can't, that's just ridiculous. He wasn't going out to intentionally hurt you. It was an, a complete an a complete accident. Yeah. I'm like, you, you are completely overreacting. Just get off the rank. How, did that uh, de-escalation Absolutely work? not. No, okay. Absolutely okay. not. Yeah. yeah, like they just don't like, I mean, granted, to be honest, I was probably being a little more sarcastic than I'm like, dude, <laughs> okay. dude, he bit an edge. And I said to him, I, I think I said to him, you can't tell me you've never bit an edge before. Like, man, I've bit an edge that many bloody times that it just, and like, it, it happens. Yeah. But he was so angry about it. And I'm like, dude, it's beer league hockey. Like, you got up, you're okay, everything's good. Just get back to playing the I, game. I think there's a lot of people that bottle up emotions throughout the week and that's oh, their outlet. Oh, yeah. I think that's their best way to take anger out yeah, on the ice. Definitely. definitely. Have, have you ever been in a scuffle? Um, I'm going to say twice. Never like to the point where I've like punched someone out. Um, but there was two particular ones. One of them I got a three-week suspension for. Um, and then the other one was... I mean, I've gotten into... I seem to be able to get my get out of the get out of the trouble pretty easily i don't know what it is i think i'm it's, pretty sure it's your lovable face look it probably is but that's if that that makes just people angrier they, so they <laughs> just want, then they want to break your face you're like oh shit but like the ones it was it's like punching an ewok you can't do it yeah you can't yeah, do it nah. but this one guy he was literally hitting my goalie he slashed him once i warned him i said don't do that again he did it again. I said, you get, that's your last warning. If you do it again, I'm going to fucking end you. You don't slash the goalie. It's just, you just don't do it. Yeah. And he did it again. So I got in his face and I was like, I'm going to fucking destroy you. And I do was a bit shorter than me, but I got in his face and my face cage slightly touched his face cage. So it wasn't mm. any, there wasn't any like major contact. We were literally getting each other's faces. Like, like the pre-boxing yeah, yeah, sort of exactly. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and yeah. I was like, I'm like, I, if, if he wants to drop the gloves, I'll, I will happily do it at this point. Right. Uh, he was also a weedy dude, so I would have destroyed him. But my face cage touched his visor. Right. And they said that I headbutted him. Ooh. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? I mean, technically you did, man. Yeah, but like to me, a headbutt is a headbutt. Well, you could almost equate it to a kicking motion for goals, right? Yeah. Was there a kicking motion? Like, did you forcibly move your head forward? Yeah. Look, I mean, I, 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 I was just standing there, and we were just—it yeah. was literally like this. It, and it, it, just, it does it sound like raised. a bullshit call. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty bullshit yeah. call. I mean, like, look, give me ten minutes, if that three game suspension is ridiculous, considering like when they took it to tribunal. They went, this guy's never had a suspension in his entire hockey career. Three weeks max yeah. is what, and only because you have, they have to try and back the ref to some degree, but it was just an absolute joke. Did they, I'm assuming it wasn't recorded. There was no footage they could review. No, it was just they, 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 I think actually it was up on the, it was up on the D one rink at inline. So they did have cameras there, but like there was like, I mean, I know there was nothing in it. And realistically, I was never going to punch the guy, but he needed to fucking learn, you know, touch the fucking goalie. Yeah. And like after the, after the third, you know, thing. And even then, to be honest, three warnings is too many. Yeah. Especially if the refs aren't calling shit and he is slashing the goalie, especially on the glove hand. Like that's, it's, you know, that's Not much that's, padding there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, like I was pretty shitty about that, and then I think the other time was was uh, 
couple of seasons ago, we had uh, a um, again. It's, he kept cracking the shits in the slot. This guy, and he just pushed, pushed, and I was like, dude, just fucking back out of the slot. If you don't like me pushing you around, it's literally I'm doing my job. I'm literally doing my job, pushing him out of the slot. Yeah, it wasn't a cross check. It was literally two hands together pushing him out. And he didn't like the fact that I was pushing him out. Dude was like half my size. Mm-hmm. I kept pushing him, kept pushing him. And he gets, starts getting angry, angry. I said, dude, if you don't like it, get out of the fucking pan, dude. Get out. You don't have to stand here. <laughs> yeah. Like it's your choice to be in the slot. Yeah, if you don't like hit, it, man. get out. Yeah. You know, as otherwise, like if it, I think, can't remember who was in net. Oh, I was Tom, Tom, Tom Haynes was in net. And um, if it was Casper's, I would have hated to be him because Casper's would have just fucking stick or... Push credit card something. check yeah yeah credit card yeah. check or whatever but um yeah and i just i i just he pushed me i well, fuck this guy so i pushed him back and literally the next push he had was a cross check to the fucking head right and dude like gave me full on gave me whiplash and look say what you want about nick williams dude fucking literally had my back straight away skated in and absolutely obliterated this dude grabbed him around the shoulders and just went yeah, i think you've had enough bud and literally just fucking choke slammed him to the ice. And okay, like, right. He, so he jumped straight in and had my back. Yeah. But man, again, like there's absolutely no need to for a cross check to the fucking head. Like especially that kind of a move. Like, you know, punch, fine. Keep your gloves on. Fucking have a, have a whack, mate. Go on. But do you, do you think they would have done that same action if you didn't have a cage? If you were a visor, would they have still done that action? Man, I don't know. Hey. Because I feel like we obviously know cage wearers get a lot of hate. Oh, dude, I, I, I don't think it's warranted by any means. Dude, I've, I wear been wearing, a cage. I've been wearing a cage yep. my entire career. Yep. There's reasons for that, but mm. you know, yep. like it's, you know, since I was in juniors, I've been wearing a face cage. Now I've at ice. I prefer the, I prefer the fishbowl just so I can, I've got a better vision in, with at sure. ice at a fishbowl. Mm. I wouldn't wear that at, at inline cause it's just too hot. Right. But um, yeah, dude, I, I will wear the face cage till I die because I don't want, the money maker of to course. be destroyed. Yeah. You know, it's just silly. Why would you yeah. want that? Especially in beer league hockey. Like maybe if you're in the pros, you've got the, you've got the dental plan to cover that kind of thing, but not like, not like yeah. this, especially considering how many like players will stick goes too high. And all of a sudden you've been sticked in the face, you know, like yeah. there, there was a crazy time in the gold coast where it was a grand final for whatever season it was. Yeah. And, um, there was a big fight in, on the ice. Yeah. It wasn't like an all in brawl, but there was pretty much everyone on ice was kind of, yeah. Had yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a line brawl, but everyone was, yeah. everyone was yeah. going for it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And one of the people that worked at the ring panicked and turned all the lights off in the building to try and defuse <laughs> oh, the situation. What? That'd make but, it worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, well, a couple of things happened. One of the spectators fell down the stairs. Oh shit. So there was that side of things, but um, when they turned all the lights on, <laughs> Uh, one of the players had lost a tooth. Oh, so one no. of the guys had knocked a tooth out and yeah. that sort of thing. But it comes back to the camaraderie of hockey because the guy that hit the person and knocked their tooth out was a dentist. So he offered to fix it for free. Dude, right? So, go. I you're mean, like, there's oh, the dental you're, plan right Yeah, there. you're like, man, I shouldn't yeah. have done that. I'm real sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah, let me yeah. do that. I mean, honestly, and that's the thing. There is so many good people in hockey that would do that, but there are so many people that wouldn't. Of course. So many people yeah. that wouldn't. You yeah. know, like, I, I just... Yeah, it comes back to that... It's, you're right though like people have a rough week they take it out on they take it out on you for having a bad week like i 
like, man, hockey is my outlet. So when I get to, and I'm most weeks at this point uh, are pretty bad considering, you know, like just outside influences and all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. And I get to hockey and for me, it's slightly different. I don't go out there to take anger out on people, but I take the fucking anger out on the puck. That's for sure. Like if I, if I'm feeling it like that, that shot is hard and I would hate to be in front of that. Like it's very different uh, to taking out on actual people and hurting people. So, yeah, I, I think that comes down to your good judge of character and your in your nature. Yeah, I would say because mm. I, I can't see you hurting someone intentionally. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. No, not not a fan of that. I don't think it's it's definitely never warranted. And I think people definitely give me uh, would you know think I'm quite no not weak for that but like in the grand scheme of like hockey players it's definitely not you wouldn't expect that i tell you what though i've actually found myself becoming a lot more aggressive yeah over the last couple of years yeah and i got my first penalty actually oh, wow. about two three weeks ago really yeah what did you get that for uh i they it was deemed as a, a tripping yeah okay um I don't think it should have been a penalty. Yeah. Um, was it just like a poke check that ended back, like, under the it, back it, of the I, skates? I pushed or? someone. Like, it was, yeah. like, in my crease, pushed someone, they fell over, got the penalty, right? Yeah, that, I'd take that. I'd take that penalty any day of the week for a goalie, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those those weird situations. But I actually attribute it to when I started boxing. Really? Now, everyone says boxing helps you, like, calm down and all this sort of oh, stuff. Dude, it, but yeah. it, it, the reason it reminded me of that was because... I felt like I was actually able to stand up for myself. Yeah. And, I'm not, and, and I kind of felt like I didn't in the past. Yeah. So me becoming more aggressive it, yeah. isn't becoming too aggressive. It's, if anything, becoming the default of where people normally are yeah. in regards yeah. to standing up for themselves. Yeah. I like, I think um, that it's interesting you say that with the, like, the fighting and stuff. For me, like, again, I've had plenty of, like, times where I've had penalties whether they're soft or whether they're warranted, like I, if, if I do something wrong, I'm, I'm the first person to skate to the penalty bench going, yeah, I fucking had that coming to me. I deserve that. Um, I, sometimes you get it frustrated and obviously like the poor refs absolutely cop the abuse hard, but there's some I referees. I have to give them that, respect though. Yeah, uh, you I, do. I, I couldn't be a ref. Yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I, I did it for a little while in line and I just went, no, I can't do this. Like my first, first game, I think I had to pull Jordan Morrissey off someone. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, dude. Like, yeah, it was it was full on. Eh? Can, can, um, can I tell you my first experience as a ref? My yeah. one and only experience was um, on the Gold Coast, where a lot of my junior years were essentially. Yeah. And they needed a ref, and I can't remember why I decided it would be a good idea. <laughs> and I only had my goalie skates with like the really hard white cowling. Yeah, like, I call them my Jimmy Hoffers because it's like walking in concrete. Yeah, yeah, and I I was quite young, timid. I wasn't. I'm still am quite introverted, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't really speak up back then. Yeah, and I had a whistle that didn't really work, so I had all the tools I need to be a great ref. Yeah, essentially is what I'm getting <laughs> at. Had and <laughs> it was, it wasn't a Melbourne's Cup game, which was the highest league at the time down there, but it was one of the the more serious ones underneath yeah. that. And there was a play at one end, and it should have been blown dead. I can't remember if it was the goalie covered it or if it whatever it is I should have yeah. blown the whistle we should have had a face off yeah. down there anyway I didn't blow my whistle and they played the puck and I thought okay I should have done something there yeah. and they took it all the way down and then they scored on it and the whole time I was thinking don't oh. score on this don't score on this and they scored on that goal and yeah. 
I did not know what to do. Should I call it back? No goal. Yeah, I ended yeah, up yeah. putting my big boy pants on and said, no goal. I made a mistake up there and took it up there. Again, yeah. I don't know if that's what should have happened in well, hindsight. I mean, but did you did you blow it or did you blow the whistle or not? I didn't blow the whistle at all. So oh, no, no, sorry. Actually, I misremembered. I did blow the whistle, but yeah. I didn't blow it loud enough that everyone heard. Yeah, right. So the play so, continued. Yeah, and so that's the, the, yeah, I mean, honestly, though, if they didn't hear that, like, okay, whether the whistle is loud enough or whatever, it doesn't yeah. really matter. You're the ref. You're the one that's controlling yeah. the game. If you've blown the whistle and you know you've blown the whistle, that's a fucking dead call and you take it back to where it was. But, 100% every day of the week. Yeah. I mean, I could sit here and blame the whistle, but deep down in, in my heart, I know I didn't try and blow it again. I was just hoping yeah, that they hoping did. That Nothing happens yeah. and, and it did. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that would have gone down real well too. Well, it was my one and only experience. I thought, this this isn't for me. I didn't enjoy this I didn't at like all. it, yeah. 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 I, don't, I, wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan and I don't um, like, I don't blame the refs for, you know, being the way that some of them are these days because they just, they cop abuse left, right and center and it really just is not, it's not good, man. It's not good at all. And like, you know, I'm, I'm the first person to sit there and go, come oh, man, that was a bad call. But I'm not going to sit there and abuse the poor refs because it's yeah. just, man, they get paid a minimum dollar amount to be there to make sure that you guys don't fucking kill each other. Yeah. You know, that's basically what it's for. And obviously to make sure to make the, you know, enforce the rules, but really it's just so you don't kill each other. Um, and like, I just, there's, countless times where I can look back on and go, man, like it had one in particular um, thing that happened. So a couple of weeks ago, we were playing uh, in line and we had um, one of the guys, Taz, he's the, he's a ref, lovely guy. Like I've, I've known him for like quite a number of years um, in, in and around hockey. And he's, um, he's quite a good ref. Normally he's very, he's very good, but there's been two experiences recently. One, one with him and then one with somebody else where, it a missed call just is turns the tide of the game. Like this one particular call was goalie interference. Right. Every day of the week, that was should have been a goalie interference call. He was in the slot, he pushed the goalie, the goalie was off balance, they scored a goal. That is not a goal. That is goalie interference. Of course. Now, one ref calls yes, then Taz agrees to it and says yes. Then midway through the game tells the fucking tells my fucking goalie that he made a mistake and it should have been a no goal. We're already now three goals down. Right. That was we were currently tied at that point. So that was the that was that the turn. That a lot of yeah. the mentality. Yeah, of the exactly, goalie too. exactly. Yeah. And you, you, or you would know, you would know that more than most people. Like I know that once you, if if you're having a bad game, if it gets in your head. Yeah, that, that's it, man. It's especially in particular goalies in particular are very bad for that. Like not like in not bad in a, in that way, but it plays on their mind way more because they've got more time. That's back right. There we have a think. lot of lows in play. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, that, yeah. and that relates back to to what you said originally as well about taking it personally with losses or goals and yeah. things like that, yeah. right? Because I had a, a rough start when I started, and I had that approach where I had to blame myself for everything because that's yeah. the only way I can improve. Yeah. Whether it was a three on O and yeah. it went in, I would still blame myself because I think I should be able to stop everything. Yeah. That's the goalie's position mm. to stop everything that comes your way. Yeah. Even if it's five on O, it's your responsibility to stop it. So I yeah. took that really personally. And my first ever season, I was not wanted by my team, which was rough. That wow, dude, that that's sucks. Rough. That yeah. sucks. And so and this this is down the coast. This is down the Gold Coast. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. It was called 
ended up great group of people lovely and all that sort of stuff but at the start it was yeah. a team called the slappers yeah um and the reason and i kind of get it now the reason i wasn't wanted was because i'd never played a game before in my life i was probably yeah. six months between six months and a year of yeah. actually skating yeah so not very fresh off the boat essentially yeah and very difficult to get ice time because there's only four teams yeah of course so you get what you can get and I managed to get onto this team and it was arranged that I would play half the games and the other goalie would play half the games fine easy done the downfall of this was that the other goalie happened to be CJ Anderson who was the Gold Coast Blue Tongues AIHL goalie at the time so arguably best goalie in the state yeah one of the best in the country and then some guy that doesn't know how to tie his skates. And I... Yeah, I can see why they would get frustrated by that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, and I don't... Yeah, that's that's rough, man. And that's, that's rough for them. It's also very rough for you. Like, that's, oh, that's hard, mate, man. Like, it was... No one ever said anything, but you it could... It was implied, You, could, you could feel tell. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you'd turn up with your bag in, in the shipping container. Yeah. yeah change the rooms they have there. Rooms, yep. And as soon as I see it, it's, you could just see the look on their face saying, oh, it's the second week. Fuck, yeah. It's the second yeah. week. They see the eye roll, oh. eyes roll back into the head and they're like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. It was, oh, mate. mate. It, it wasn't a great time. Yeah. It was a bad season. Um, I think I did surprisingly well. Yeah. Not CJ level by any means. Yeah. I'm not deluding myself with that. Yeah. Um, but I think by the end, I felt like I at least earned respect. Yeah, yeah. And to quote Vin Diesel, for some people, that's yeah. more important. Oh, dude, 100%. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah. um, man, yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Uh, yeah, it's like trying to, like in the, in like in my age group, there's no way that I could ever play with like the higher up leagues but the guys all my age are just way too good like there's you know levels of it and it's just insane how crazy some of these guys are just so good yeah just so good especially watching like the you know watch the lightning teams and stuff like that and like I've known Tommy Harkness for a long time and I've played I've played with him I've played against him in like you know whether it was drop in or tournaments or whatever and he's just an unreal player like but he's around like close to the same age as me and he just is just infinitely better than most people around like he's 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 fantastic on and off the ice yeah he's a lovely guy i i I don't want to get into the habit of saying that with everyone we talk today but of course the realism is most of the people within the hockey community Mm. are just great people Mm. It's 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 a group of like-minded people that have similar traits. Yeah, and and it just works well. But also, they it's also I think I feel like if you if you love the game, that's that's the thing that really pushes it, right? Like, yeah, you know, like I I love hockey. Like, yeah, okay, I love my teams. Okay, yep, I love the Avalanche. Sure, love I love being a pucker. I love I love the Green Arrows or whatever team yeah, that I'm yeah, playing yeah. for or what I turn my barrack for. But I will happily sit there and watch or play for another team if that if it means I get to play hockey. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, okay, I can sit there and go, yep, the Avalanche are my team. Okay, we got knocked out in the first round. Yeah. Shit. Doesn't mean I stop watching hockey when the Avalanche get knocked yeah. out. 
No, absolutely by, not. By the way, can we even call ourselves true hockey fans if we schedule this at the exact same time as Game Four Stanley Cup Final? Oh, dude, I didn't even I didn't even notice it to be honest. I've, I guess it, I guess it's the it's the tiredness of uh, of it all. What? Check the scores. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's fuck yeah. You're right. I, that, look, that was my mistake. Uh, but I, no, I, no, that's that's. Um, but look, where where do we really yeah. think it's going? I think, mm. unfortunately, I think it's going to be Vegas. Yeah. 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 Look, I'll, I'll, I think that they've been there. They've been to the cup finals before recently and they're looking at it going, we are not getting knocked out again. So it hasn't won it yet though. Yeah, they haven't. But I just, from what I can see, Vegas just wants it more. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I see, I was like, especially those first two games, like they were quite high scoring games. Do you know what got me though? When Bob Broski was, did you see that video where Bob, um, Bob, I can't, I can't say his name. Damn Russian names. I just man. call him Officer Bob. Yeah, yeah, Bob's. When Bob's was crying because he made it to the like the, the yeah. Stanley Cup final. Oh, yeah. they got me, man. They got me. Yeah, because he's yeah. Still, like, what's the first time he's ever made it to the Cup finals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I actually cried during a game. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Oh, I hate it, man. It was Dude. our the Brisbane Lightning game during yeah our trip to Sydney. Yeah. And I was playing, and we were winning, we were winning, we were winning, and it was a really tight game. Yeah. And they ended up scoring with like, I think it was like a minute or two left. No, just take the no. win. And I don't know what came over me, man. It was it was so strange in the fact that I just wanted it so badly. Yeah. I wanted that win so badly. My first AIHL win. Yeah. And it was just taken away at the start. Oh, yeah. sorry. Right at the right end of the, the game. Yeah. yeah. Especially when it's just like, yeah. it's like one of those like, you know, like perfect storms, like perfect pass, perfect yeah. shot. And you just yeah. like... I did everything I could to stop that puck, but I just couldn't get to it. Yeah. Um. Man, I yeah. Honestly, dude, I I've cried over hockey games more often than I've than I care to, you know, when I talk about. But like, yeah. it's when you love it, dude. You love it. You do, right? Yeah. yeah. And it just comes back down to either wanting something so much or just how much pressure we put on ourselves. Yeah, hundred percent. Whether it's warranted yeah. or not, it's just one yeah. of those crazy things. And that, you've always that said that that, you always said that to me as well. Like even when we were, played those few seasons together. We, you always said like, dude, you put too much pressure on yourself. You said that so many times to me, and yeah, mm-hmm. I still did it every fucking time. Yeah, but it's Didn't, hard to break though. Yeah, it's. I feel like it becomes ingrained in in the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk. Um, let's talk hockey for a little bit longer, and then we'll go on to the talking about your family and stuff. Well, this is going to be. A, I'm telling you now, it's going to be another two parter. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not complaining. We're already at. We're already yeah, at an yeah, hour, yeah. so let's keep going. Sure. But let's let's talk. Um, so obviously, we played together for a brief amount of time. Then you just kept getting better and better and better, and played what div. So how many you've won the Golden Glove now? Is that I believe three times? Three times. Three times. Three times. Enough. Yeah, I was. I I was looking at the Golden Glove the other day. I had to steal it off um, Mr. Keith Gard, who is just phenomenal for a um, for an older guy in our lower division. He is just unreal. I've heard great things, dude. He's so he's such a nice guy too. I really like him. I think I've got a a bit of a beef with him though, in the fact that I think he stole my number. Really? I, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's a 27 as well. Oh, I don't know. I have to, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have there's to certainly out. there's certainly a pucker in the lower division that's that's a 27. Yeah, I know there's a few uh, people, there's a few people who tried to have, yeah. have. I think maybe is is Heskey nine number nine? 
So, I, so I believe he is now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So me and him have both got the same number mistaken. as well. Okay. But there's no way I'll ever play on the same team as him anyway. So there's Who a lot of concern, man. Who knows? But yeah. Um, yeah. Look, man. Uh, he Keith is just un, unreal. Like going back to back for Div Five goalie. He's he's unreal. And we've been playing. Yeah. He's playing uh, with us as the Canada Gooses at the moment. And uh, defensively, our team is easily superior to everyone. Him yeah. and Net with me and a couple other guys in D. And we've just been. Lights out. It's been so good. Defense but, is is a good offense, right? Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. But um, like yeah. So Golden Glove three times. That's that's got to be, um, that's a pretty strong, pretty strong act. Like, obviously, it's only within within the puckers, but um, that's, 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 right. that's a huge that's a huge thing. Cause, I mean, I look, I take the the puckers stuff pretty seriously because I love I love being a pucker, and you know any kind any of those awards like it's you like I mean I've got. I got the Wall Award three seasons consecutively the last couple of seasons for, and I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, by the way, look, it, look, I, look, I'm not going to too much try to my own hoard too much, but like, I'm pretty good at what I do. Um, obviously, you're only as good as your D partner, though. To be honest, like you're only as good as your D partner and your goalie. Sure. That's pretty simple there. But man, three times with the uh, with the Golden Glove, that's pretty epic, dude. That's really it cool. was. I had one. I think uh, there was a moment in one of the seasons where. Div one was just having an absolute blinder. I, we didn't lose a game all season. Yeah, and I think between, again, like I always go to include other people. It's yeah. not my when I talk about shutouts. It's not just my effort. It's, yeah, of course, it's a team contribution, yeah. right? And I think during that season we got I think seven shutouts. Wow, that's good. That's wow. That's a good. That's a good yeah. number. Yeah. yeah, and in fact, I was actually looking at my esports desk the other the other week actually, and twenty percent of all my games I've ever played. In Brisbane, twenty percent have been shutouts. Wow! So I'm I'm happy with that fact. Dude, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely. I think that's definitely that's a testament to yourself and the and your defensive core as well. Hundred like, percent, yeah. And like as every time, like I've start, I've actually started saying it now too. If the goalie gets a shutout, I get a shutout too. Because if that's it wasn't like if it wasn't that. for yeah. me, if it wasn't for me stopping that extra shot or keeping them wide yeah. to give you the better chance of stopping the puck, yeah. then it's you know every day of the week it's a it's a goal you know yeah. so. And, and it's, it. it's one of those things, and, and you, you, you're spot on with that, that shots against doesn't represent what type of shots it was. No, yeah. Was it a high danger shot? Was it like a breakaway shot's worth the same as a blue line slow one that's three kilometers an hour, right? Yeah. So it's, it is a testament to yourself. So you yeah. should absolutely keep doing that. Mm, 100%. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, I've tried to try, try to change and make it better. But I think I feel like it comes with the teams that you play on too. Like there's definitely a mentality depending on, I mean, this is even playing with the puckers, which again, like absolutely love being a pucker, but it's a, you know, depending on who your team is, who you're playing with, uh, some people take defense like, and, and go, yep, they're super important. And then I've played seasons where doesn't, it didn't matter what, like without the, without the defense, the games go to 10 to two and you know, the game might be five, two, they score if without the defense they score another five goals so how many times did the defense block stop shots how many times do they get any credit for doing a good job very very rarely metrics are difficult in this sport it really is if you're not if you're not saving the puck in front of the net Mm. or you're not scoring the goals no one pays attention yeah was what have you got to play with plus minus if that and when do they ever well they don't do it in this league exactly they don't do it in this league right so yeah it makes it exactly it's hard but um, yeah, like it's that. That's kind of that kind of. So how do you, how do you know if you've done a good job? Is it 
verbal do you rely on verbal feedback i like yeah i like i mean obviously the score is the the most important sure. thing but the like a verbal even just a like even just the acknowledgement that you know like like last night for example we had uh so we won two one last night and like i'm currently like i'm the captain for the team at the moment so for me the the two there was two in particular plays that won us that game one um uh Lexi Lancelot, she scored a goal, first time playing forward ever. Wow. And she scored a goal. And the reason she scored a goal is because she was fucking yeah. relentless and she got yeah. in there and she didn't give up on the play. Yeah. You do, if you don't give up on the play, you're gonna you, good things going to happen. Yeah. And, I'm going to yeah. do this thing I said I wasn't going to do anymore and say yeah. she's a great person as well. Love so I've, I've only yeah. met her recently in yeah. the last probably six months or so down yeah. the Gold Coast when I went yeah. down there. And, and back up in Brisbane, but yeah. Yeah, yeah she's she's great too. She's yeah. really cool. Like, I, I get along quite well with her. I really like her, her partner, Steven's awesome uh, inline player, and he plays ice now too, but yeah, nice. he's oh, fantastic. Convert, yeah. love it. Love yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's great. Loveliest guy. Um, but yeah, like, and she, she didn't go on the play. That's literally what got her that goal. Like, it wasn't a pretty goal. It yeah. didn't, it wasn't like a, you know, bar down, beautiful shot. It literally, it doesn't matter. It They're went all worth the same. Worth the yeah. same literally um awesome goal and the other one was um terry i think terry spencer i think it's spencer um he literally had uh so keith was in the net was cut would have been maybe 20 seconds 30 seconds to go in the games it was really like they they're pushing hard now to try and tie the game back up to to get at least to get the tie and man he i think he dived straight over keith to block it. So Keith was on one side and it was kind of pulled out of his position. Right. And he literally jumped either it was either was able to push through from behind and ended up diving over the top of him to block another two chances from the other side. Yeah. Like and I'm just going like, <laughs> dude, where has that been? Like that was that was incredible. But without that without those two plays, in particular the defensive play, that's like that's huge yeah and this is coming from divs four and five <laughs> and i'm going this is just insane it's so it yeah. was so awesome to watch but it's so encouraging to see as well yeah. like the, the the talent that's coming through yeah. of, of course it's raw at the moment and undeveloped yeah but just seeing the potential and if anything the attitude that people have but that's it it's it's it, mm. and this thing i don't even necessarily think it's the it's the skill level it's the attitude yeah it's the and it's and that I personally feel is a testament to the the team that we put together for this off season. Um, so Aaron Bone started. He sort of was the team manager, and him and I sort of helped. We helped each other to try and organise the team. And the the team we've put together, like we've had a couple of people fill in for us. And man, I don't know what it is, but the vibe on the other teams is not what we've got. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, I don't know what it is. Everyone seems to be unhappy or like, and the thing is, even last night when we thought we were going to lose, okay, we came back and won it. It was a like hard fought grind that we came back and won it, but they thought they were going to win it. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. And man, I would have hated to be a fly on the wall in that change room afterwards yeah. because they, they were mad. Like they but were angry. In turn, that mentality switch could be in part because your team is so happy and vibrant. Mm. If you're going in negative, of course, as soon as something bad happens, it's compounding, yeah. right? So yeah. it's so the fact that your team does gel that well mm. could be the fact of why it turned around. Yeah, yeah. Or at yeah. least play a contributing factor, at least yeah. I would think. Well, let's let's talk Brisbane Lightning because that. Please. And honestly, I was 
when I when I saw that you made the team, I was filled with so much joy for you. I was so happy that you that they that you were on that team. Um, dude, how did so how did that all come about? Like, was it tryouts? Was it like because I know that the there was a bit of a weird thing that happened between the rampage and the lightning, and then there's like it, there was it's very was. Conf- very confusing. Like from being on the inside of that, what what actually happened? It was a whirlwind, man. And to be honest, the whole rampage lightning thing helped my cause tremendously, yeah. Yeah. tremendously. Uh, so I was lucky enough to have Ivan Rapchuk play on our Div 1 team. So, yeah. of course, assistant coach in- for Brisbane Lightning. Incredible player too. Yeah. And uh, one day he came up to me during one of our, well, after one of our games and said, uh, we're having tryouts for Brisbane Lightning. Mm. Um, we'd like to have you come down and, and, and try out for us. Yeah. And I said no. Oh, really? I said no. Why? Because I am fostered in an environment within hockey that we know it's political. Yeah, it is. very. We know that's certain people in the past, mm. not so much in the present that I, I can currently see, are guaranteed certain spots and certain liberties that other mm-hmm. aren't afforded to other people. Yeah. And not watching out too, no. Yeah. And this I, I've experienced this quite a lot because when I was trying out for Queensland team, mm. uh, very political, especially in the early days as well, mm. where I would turn up for every trial for the Brisbane um, so the Queensland team for Browns. And these would be probably four or five trials before they select the team. Yeah. And I was the only goalie turning up to these trials. Consistently too, right? You'd be there for every single one. No, full stop. Yeah. I was, oh, wow. I was the only goalie that turned up wow. for one particular year. Okay. So this is off-ice trainings, on-ice trainings, information sessions. Only goalie turning up. Yeah. Didn't get picked. Yeah, grinds my gears. I don't yep. like that. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yep. And... One of the goalies that was picked, CJ Anderson, mentioned mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, I agree. I get that. He's yeah. not spending time doing these trials because he's solidified his position. He's he's the best. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, I I see that. But also, I, I'm going to disagree because I don't... It's a tryout. Whether you're the king shit of the universe or not, like, so be there. I, I get your point. And the, the way I had to justify it to myself so it wasn't too damaging to my yeah. ego or, or my confidence was I kind of twisted the word saying, yes, it's a tryout, mm. but it's a tryout for these available positions. Yeah. And that's how I would have to try to men- mentally yeah, okay. put it. Yeah. I so I was saying, saying he's yeah. already got his spot. We're competing for the remaining spots on the roster. Yeah. Okay. Um, what irked me was there was a player that ended up getting selected. I won't tell you who it is. Yeah. I don't think the name's... You, tell, you can tell me in the in the uh, sure, afterwards. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I confidently believe I was a league or two above this player. Yeah. And getting them selected over me was was kind of yeah. hurtful. Yeah. Um, so since then, I basically said, I'm not going to apply again. I, I'm not going to go through yeah, that. you're not going to put yourself through that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not worth it because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good you are. Like even at these trials, they were doing mm. these time trials where you're running up and like the last the last person that makes across the line gets eliminated so the field gets smaller. Yeah. I was consistently in like winning or in top like three of those of all the players yeah. and then to get rejected. It's yeah, like, that's... I, it was a, I had a big F you moment where it's like, I'm not going to do this again. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of like fuck this amount. Yeah, so I had that mentality going into that conversation with Ivan when he yeah. said, 
I think you should try out and see how you go. Yeah. And I said to him, there's no point. Can you, can you tell me if there's a point me trialing out? Because I know it's yeah. going to be Steve. Yeah. I know it's going to be Nick Novoselic. Yeah. Those are the two that you've got in mind. Yeah. Is there any point me going there? Because realistically, is there a chance that I could dethrone one of those two guys? Yeah. Yeah. Like be, yeah, be like, you kind of throw that, be honest with me. Like, yeah. give, be real with me here. Yeah. Is there, is there the slight chance? If there's a slight chance that you think I could dethrone one of these guys, fuck yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Cause, and that's the kind of person that you are. You will fucking give it a go. 100%. And that's always been a dream to play AIHL. Cool. Like even Gold Coast Blue Tongues, before yeah. I was even skating, I was going to every one of their home games. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. And absolutely loved it. So it was my dream to get there. Yeah. Um, so in a way, I feel like I was guarding myself. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to get my hopes up. Sometimes yeah. it's good to have hopes, of yeah. course. Like I think we all do it when we buy a lottery ticket. Like We don't really expect to win it, but until that draw's been done, it helps us feel good about what can we spend yeah. that money on, yeah. right? So I had the same sort of mentality. So I said, if there's any chance that I can, I will 100% do it. Yeah. Um, and then he said, well, there's probably going to be those two. Like He was pretty upfront and honest. Like, I yeah. appreciate that about him. That, yeah. Those are the two he's looking at at the yeah. moment. And he said, well, here's the, the trial days information nights um, information. You can do with, it, with it, what you want yeah, to what do. We're going to do yeah. yeah. And it was actually a last minute decision on the night. It was a 9.45, I think it was on a Monday oh, night. That's rough. Yeah. Where it was yeah. just like an information session before it goes on to an on-ice trial. Yeah. And I packed my gear in the morning, going off to work. And I was thinking, I don't know. I'll, I'll feel how, see how I feel at the end of the day. Yeah. Whether I've got energy to go to the trial yeah. or not. And... I thought I might as well do it. I might as well. Like this is probably only a decision an hour before it started. I'm just going to yeah. drive over. Just wing it. Yeah. And do it. And first thing I see when I, I rock up, Nick and Steve just chat away. Of course. And you're like, oh, yeah. oh and, that makes it even worse. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so automatically I thought, okay, I'm just, I'm just, hey guys, I'm, yeah. I'm, the, like, I'm the clown here. I was with the little, say, it's like that episode of The Simpsons where like Grandpa Simpson walks in, he puts the hat on the thing and then he's like, oh, back, hat back, walks right back at the door. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, and I'm out again. See you later. Exactly like that. Yeah. Because like the, the part that made it worse or confounded it was I didn't know anyone else that was there. Yeah. You had all these, like, I, I'm, I know them now. Like, I know all of them. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to strike a conversation. Yeah. With them you, because- yeah. You, you, like, you can sit there and go, like, I've seen that guy before. I know him. I've played against him or whatever. And then you yeah. look at him and you go, oh, okay. I don't actually know any of these people. Because yeah. I had the biggest, basically, um, account of imposter syndrome. Yeah. I walked in thinking, I don't belong here. Like, just seeing the caliber of these players here. And they're already mingling into mingling. It's like, I don't want to just introduce myself. Hey guys, because it's like, they're going to see right through me. Mm. They see, I don't feel yeah. like I belong here. And then they'll know I don't belong here. And like, exclude me from the group. Yeah. Anymore. And then it's, then it goes, it goes back to that uh, first team all over again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it really yep. did. So all these flashbacks were coming into my mind yep. and it's like, Oh, yep. I've been here before. I know yeah. how this, this, the writing's on the wall already. Yeah. Um, to their credit though, it was one of the nicest groups of people mm. I've ever played with. Yeah. And I don't say that lightly. I played with a lot of teams across yeah. a lot of divisions, a lot of cities, all those sorts of things. Yeah. And they are the most welcoming group of people. And to think they're at like the highest level, yeah. you think that they normally have the perception that they're the ones that exclude people. It's like, it's an us and them sort of club. Yeah. Right. Um, but to their credit, they didn't. I felt like I was welcome into the group. Mm. And luckily 
that rampage split did happen. Because I'm under no illusions that if the ramp, like the PHL wasn't created, yeah. I wouldn't have got a spot. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but because it did happen, I was the one that was turning up to those trainings. Like you can speak to persistence, you can speak to whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but because I was there, yeah. I was lucky enough to get that spot on the Lightning team. Yeah. And when I got that contract sent through to me, I was so happy. <laughs> I Dude, was over oh, the moon with that. So when I saw yeah. that, when I saw that you got the team, oh man, I was so happy for you. And I think I even said to Sav, I was just like, oh, this just, it just makes, this fills me with so much joy for him. And I was like, just imagining how, like how super happy and stoked that your parents were oh, as well. 100%. Like they were just, yeah. well, it would have been blowing yeah. their mind, man. Oh yeah, it's 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 been, honestly it's been a whirlwind, but in a positive way. Yeah, I don't know if you get positive whirlwinds, but that's that's yeah. what I had, man. Yeah. Um, but just training with the team, mm. I would say is even more valuable to me personally than mm. the games away. Yeah. I can honestly say that I feel like I am twice as good as when I was before I started playing the Lightning. Yeah. And that was only what started last year. Yeah. So to improve that much. Yeah. In such a small amount of time, yeah, I think for me is the biggest victory for me. Yeah, that's and, yeah, so cool. Dude. And don't get me wrong, I'm 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 gunning for my spot back next year. Yeah, that's that's my, oh, my dude, mission 100%. board. Yeah. So are you are you still training with them as well? No, so no. not in the training squad. So this year there was a lot of competition. So yeah, I've, well, I've seen the team, the team yeah. list, and there's a lot of people on that list that I have no idea who they are. Yeah. So yeah. like, obviously, it's a you know ring-ins, call-ups, whatever you want to call it. There's a yeah. lot of players on that list that I look and go, I like the, the one consistently that I see that I know is is Tommy. That's the yeah. one I consistently see on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of new faces, whether it be imports or, or other. Yeah. But even if we're talking goalie depth, it's a really goalie deep organization. Mm. So I always knew that when I saw the notification that PHL is folded, yeah. I thought, all right, easy. Nick's back in the fold. Yeah. So Steve, Nick, myself... And I'm going to see who else is going to yeah. dip their feet into the water, essentially. Yeah. Um, There's probably a few other names floating around that we're interested, like yeah. uh, uh, Paddy Ivans as yeah. well. So young, up-and-coming Queensland goalie. Um, ben Naylor as well. Yeah, Ben like, Naylor, yeah. Yep, another great goalie great that could goalie. could yeah. easily fill, fill in um, one of those spots as well. Yeah. Um, but then we also had two wild cards as well. Okay. So we had, um, I call them the three-name doubles because we had Glenn Forbes-White. Yeah. move up from um, Adelaide, I think he was at the time. And for yeah. those that are f- familiar with Glenn, he's a lovely guy. Yeah. And he played for Adelaide Adrenaline Yeah. Um, back before the PHL. And he was getting flown in by Sydney when Anthony Kimlin, so best, uh, in my opinion, best Australian goalie, um, was injured. So they yeah. were actually flying him every weekend to play in the Sydney Bears games. Wow. Um, so obviously a big name, yeah, a big catch. Big name, and big catch, he big recently goalie. moved to Brisbane. Yeah. So I thought, oh, okay, well, okay, that, that yeah. question marks where I'm sitting. I feel like I'm getting a little bit deeper in the yeah, water here. Yeah. And then we had uh, Jaden Pine Murphy move up from Melbourne as well. Oh, so he was basically the Melbourne Ice starter for... I don't know, like five, six years wow. as well. So he's got a lot of Melbourne Ice games under his belt. That's so automatically oh, it's man. a well, mix that's like, of... That's now six, what, six? Is that six goalies? So six, yeah, yeah. Six to seven goalies that you now that it's, you're sort of fighting against to first spot. deep, yeah. yeah. So when we had the first trials um, this coming round, um, to walk up and you see... The worst part is goalies. You know that there's only two spots. Yeah. 
And then you walk up, you know what a, like boondle rinks like? You have all the sticks on the outside of the wall. Yeah. And to see like 12 goalie sticks there, trying out for this one or two positions. Yeah. Ooh. Man, it's rough. Yeah. I felt confident though. Yeah. In the fact that I knew I can only do what I can do. I yeah. didn't put pressure on myself saying I have to do something exceptional. Yeah. Um, I'd try if I could, of course. But I knew that realistically, chances of making it above the pedigree of these guys yeah. wasn't likely yeah i would say so i kind of resigned yeah. myself to that yeah but it's driven me to kind of work towards it moving forward yeah. i would say but even my time with them last year uh it was awesome man yeah. it was awesome like you felt like celebrity status yeah it was really cool like um even just traveling to the ring like to the airport with your gear and your all your suits and all yeah. that sort of stuff it was that's cool yeah man. i look you know, I, I saw, I followed, I followed along the, the whole time. I didn't like, I, I, unfortunately I never got to a game cause I just, it just didn't work out that way for me. Yeah. But man, I followed along the whole time with all the scores and I was always watching the highlights and the updates and stuff that was coming from online. And man, I, I'm just, I'm so, I'm honestly so proud of you, dude. That's so, it's such a fucking cool thing for you to have accomplished. Yeah, you know? I, I appreciate that so much. Yeah. yeah. And I've made so many good friends too that. I always had that feel like of course talking about imposter syndrome as well. It's like, they're not going to remember my name. They're not going to know who I am. Yeah. Right. But you realize that's not really a case. Like I feel like imposter syndrome is rarely actually justified. Yeah. Same with paranoia, right? Just yeah. because you think someone's following you, it doesn't mean there might not just, be. Yeah. 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 There might be someone following you. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? This isn't general health, advi- health <laughs> yeah. advice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But it, it was a very internal sort of struggle. Um, mm. But speaking of the organization, I hi- hold it in the highest regard. Like everything's yeah. so professional. They're yeah. so caring. They're doing it the right way, which is good. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to see it sort of, and hopefully it stays, it stays that way. Because yeah. like, obviously it's, it's only new for us to have, or for us, for, for Brisbane to have a team. Because what the, the last time they had it was the Blue Tongues, which was, God, how long ago that was. Yeah, it? 13 years, I think it was. Yeah, something 13 like that. years 10, we 13, had a team. Yeah. So, yep. um, and like, I think they've, they've done it the right way with, how the like you know like adding the the way they've added the team the name of the team like everything just it seems to yeah. fit really well the symbolism's there yeah 100%. yeah which i think is really cool yeah. um and it's very community orientated as well yeah like they're they're massively in it for the fans they just want the fans to have a good time yeah which and you know what that's really cool as well because that's you know most of the time when you look at the higher leagues they yeah they want the fans to have a good time too but it's there's a lot more than that yeah. involved, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's really good. And it, it's bringing a new light to hockey in Queensland as well, I think, which is, yeah. it's needed for quite some time. That's right. We need that upper echelon just yeah. to push people further. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, now all we need is a multi-million dollar rink, which is glass and amazing to play on. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that's just a small detail, right? But yeah. uh, who knows? Maybe... If we got the the Summer Olympics, maybe one day we'll get the Winter Olympics. I, I, I mean, not going to happen, not but, happen uh, but maybe. Who yeah. knows? We just need some. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh man, that's crazy. One of those days. Oh, but, dude. Uh, well, yeah. look. Okay, that's that. Let's let's move on from hockey sure. because we've that's long. I wasn't expecting us to talk about hockey for so long, but I love it. Which is I great. did. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, but out of all that, we go. We get. Uh, that's how we met, and. Guys, I hope you're enjoying this conversation as much as I did on the day. Honestly, the the chat just gets better and better and better. Uh, I can't even with how good this just this episode gets. So, uh, guys, have a great week and uh, stay tuned for part two in a couple of weeks.